This is episode 26 on the Millennial Life School podcast on death of George Floyd. Three questions we should be asking ourselves. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30-something-year-olds as we figure life out together. Hey everyone, welcome back to another catch-up session on the Millennial Life School Podcast. Man, today is Friday, May 29th, and just thinking back about what has happened in this week, to catch you guys up, you know, just to put it in a nutshell, you know, this week has been a really difficult week for a lot of us here in America. There's been a lot of social unrest and a lot of different things in the news that really weighs heavy on my heart. Um, as of May 28th, more than 100,000 Americans have died from COVID-19. And another 2.1 million people filed for unemployment. And according to CNBC News updated on May 28th, 41 million jobless claims have been filed since the coronavirus have been declared a pandemic. And I think the one that actually weighs the most heavily on my heart and something that I've been thinking and reflecting on the most this week is the death of George Floyd. And I just want to say, you know, before I talk about this, I want to acknowledge that I may not have all the facts to this case. You know, I was not there in person to see everything play out before and after. But from everything that's going on around from videos to news reports. I just want to share some of my thoughts on it. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the death of George Floyd and three questions we should be asking ourselves. Just to give you guys a context, so George Floyd was a black man who died Monday night, May 25th, after Derek Chauvin, a white police officer, pinned him to the ground and put his knee on the neck of unarmed Floyd for more than seven minutes. George Floyd was stopped after a 911 call accusing Floyd of using fraudulent money. There were four police officers on the spot, and the disturbing videos that have been circulating on the internet show the footage of Floyd pleading with the officers to not kill him, saying, please, I can't breathe. You know, this video, for everyone who watched it, it is incredibly disturbing. And, you know, no matter how you look at it, you can see that this was completely unreasonable use of force, and it was not necessary. You know, Floyd was not stopped by the police because of a violent crime. He did. He wasn't out there and, you know, he killed someone or he was shooting someone or, you know, he was going around with a knife. He was unarmed. He was on the ground in handcuffs. When Derek Chauvin put his knee on Floyd's neck, causing him to not be able to breathe and eventually die. And I don't understand how it is possible for men to be murdered like this in broad daylight. 
And, you know, this whole thing, um, a lot of people have been talking about this, but it is very reminiscent of Eric Garner's death about six years ago in New York when he was stopped by NYPD officers on suspicion of selling single cigarettes from packs without tax stamps, leading to a freaking chokehold where Eric Garner proceeded to say, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, until he eventually lost consciousness and died completely unreasonable death as well. I don't understand how it became okay for the police to not respond to a man's cry out for life saying, I can't breathe. So, you know, in all honesty, you know, I am completely baffled, angered, and grieved by this whole situation. And I'm so sick and tired of seeing so much racism and prejudice leading to an unjust death of people. And especially for the black community, even though I'm not black myself, I can in part understand how angry and upset they would be seeing this ongoing repetitive pattern in history of abuse, mistreatment, and unjust deaths of their own kind. They have the right to be angry and to be completely upset at this, like, you know, if I if I continually saw, for example, an Asian man being killed in this way, in such an unreasonable way, you know, immediately I'll be thinking, oh my God, this could be my dad. This could be me. This could be my children. Like, of course, you know, I'd be so upset and angry and just heartbroken by this whole situation. And, you know, looking at this video and what happened with George Floyd, I don't think this is just a fight for the black community, but it's really a fight for humanity. No person should have died in this way. And whether you've been a victim of racism or whether you are living in privilege as a human being, when you see wrong being done to another human being, I think it's everyone's responsibility to step up and say, no, we don't treat people in this way. Because you see, at the time of the incident, there were three other police officers. If any one of them stood up and pulled Derek Chauvin aside and said, Hey, stop, this is not right. You know, Floyd could still be alive today. And, you know, in the scene of Floyd's death, um, if you look at the video, you can see that one of the cops um, who was standing right there in the scene is an Asian American cop and he's just standing there nonchalantly as Floyd was being murdered. And this shows how your inaction and your silence can actually kill a person. And I know that being Asian myself, I think there's a lot of emphasis on protecting your status quo and not wanting to cause a scene or not wanting to draw too much attention to yourself or just not doing things out of your way. But there are times like this when you really need to step up and say something. You know, if you see something that is not right, you really need to step up. And if you can and it is in your power to do so, like do what you can do to stand for what's right. Like if you don't stand for anything, you're going to fall for everything. If you know that you don't stand for things like this, an abusive use of force, 
then you have to stand up for that. Or else, if you don't stand up, then you're gonna be like this Asian American cop Tao who just stands there and doesn't do anything about it. And also, another thing that I do want to acknowledge though is that not all cops are like Derek Chauvin. You're not all cops are like this. And you know, most cops looking at this video would agree and would be disgusted by what they're seeing. Most cops would agree that this is straight up wrong. And so not all cops are bad. And I think that's something that we also have to acknowledge, you know, a lot of there are a lot of good cops out there. So I know that when things like this happen, people get really angry. And it can be very easy to just use that anger and make scapegoats out of people and look at a cop in a certain way. But you can't take that anger from what happened in this incident and pour out your wrath onto all the police officers, onto all white men. Just like how police officers should not assume and act as if all black men are violent criminals just because the night before there happened to be an incident in which a black man was involved in a violent crime. And just like, you know, for example, because I'm Asian doesn't mean I'm a Chinese person spreading coronavirus and that I'm supposed to be from China. You know, that really makes me so angry when people just assume that I need to be from China or something. And so we have to recognize and not generalize the whole situation and not take one isolated incident and project it out onto a whole ethnicity, into a whole general population. Because if you do that, you're basically doing the same thing that you're angry about. So I think in this situation, there are three questions that we should be asking ourselves. Number one, you should be asking yourself, am I also part of the problem? Like, am I jumping into conclusions and assuming things about a person based on another isolated incident? We tend to generalize and jump into conclusions in a lot of situations. Just like how in the past, just because there were times when you saw a certain ethnic group behave in a certain way, it doesn't mean everyone in that ethnic group is like that. So really ask yourself and take time like, oh, am I being part of the problem? Am I assuming things about a person because of another isolated incident? And also even things like being silent about issues that's not right. We should be checking ourselves and asking ourselves like, okay, am I speaking up for those around me? Are you speaking up for your friends? You know, you got to really think like, what if it was me under the knee of a cop? What if it was your dad under the knee of the cop? Wouldn't you want someone to step up and do what is right? And so you have to really think, okay, like, am I treating people the way that I want to be treated? And number two, the second question you should be asking yourself is, what do I want to see happen from this? We all know what we don't want to see. We don't want to see another black man mistreated and killed like Floyd. We know what we don't want. But what is it that you do want? Because if you don't know exactly what you want, you won't know how you need to react and respond to the situation. If you don't know what you want, you can simply be just reacting out of fear and out of anger. And this can lead to more chaos and division. And actually, the consequences of your actions may actually be farthering the gap and bringing more division than actually a sense of unity and healing and forgiveness.
and repentance. So question number one that I think we all should be asking ourselves is, am I part of the problem? Question number two, what do I want to see happen from this? And question number three, how can I be part of the solution, not the problem? You know, maybe there's things where you can read up on news a little bit more. Maybe talk to a friend who is hurting and seek out to understand. And, you know, looking at what it is that you want, asking yourself, okay, do we need to start educating more people? How can I, what can I do to help? What can I do to start educating and, and bringing more awareness to this issue and helping people understand that, understand that this kind of action is not okay? What can I do to bring unity instead of division? And what can I do to bring healing to our community than more damage? So I think those are just questions that we all should be asking ourselves. And that's, you know, pers my personal thought on this whole situation. And you know, I understand, like, this is really hurtful and painful. And I, I grieve for the death of George Floyd. And I can't imagine what his family is going through. So I just realized I was recording this whole time with my earphones in my ears, but it was actually never plugged into my computer. So I apologize if the sound is bad for this episode. And, you know, when it comes to racism, um, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, you know, there may be things that I'm missing. Maybe I'm not looking at the full picture and I may not have all the facts but just from everything that I've gathered, everything that I've seen, this is just my personal reflection. And, you know, I may not fully understand everything. But, you know, these questions are things that I've been asking myself personally with a sense of repentant heart and seeking to really understand better and to really do what I can do to fight for what I believe is justice and to fight for what I believe is right um but i just want to end this episode echoing some of po some powerful quotes by martin luther king jr he said in the end we will remember not the words of our enemies but the silence of our friends if you have friends who are hurting if you have friends in the black community who are especially hurting in this time speak up it's not time for you to be silent it's not time for you to just ignore what's going on and also you know there's a lot of riots going on and there's a lot of anger but i also want to read this quote by martin luther king jr he said darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that hate cannot drive out hate only love can do that so I really hope and pray that in this time of darkness, in this time of chaos, that our hate would not be the thing that speaks out the loudest, but that it would be our love that speaks out louder than anything else. That it would be the love, because love is the thing that can actually drive out the darkness. So I hope that it would be love that really is amplified in everything that we do, and that Let's not cause more unnecessary deaths from all this. May we truly be united in love instead of divided in hate. My prayer goes out for George Floyd. 
to his friends and family, and for America. I pray for justice for the wrong that's been done. Wishing you guys all the best, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. And before I stop recording, next episode is the first Tuesday of the month. And like I mentioned in my previous episode, the very first Tuesday, I'm going to do a Korean episode. So next Tuesday is actually going to be a really interesting one. And I'm so excited to share it. So if you are a Korean speaker and you understand Korean, stay tuned for the episode coming up on Tuesday. It's going to be a good one. 